Well, hey there. Welcome to the People Gardener podcast. I'm Rhonda Delaney, your host, also known as the People Gardener. Thrilled to put this podcast together to help small business owners, new business owners, frustrated business owners, and aspiring leaders, whether they're inside business or outside. Each week, we bring you some actionable steps so that you can actually improve your skill as a leader. That's what we're about. We're here to help you become a better leader by giving you access to lots of different perspectives. The guests are varied. We're thrilled to have them. Get out your pen, get out your paper, and be ready to learn. Every single episode, you're going to be able to take something away that you can implement. Are you ready? Let's get to work. Hey there. Happy to have you here again for another week of the People Gardener podcast. Well, it is moving on to fall. Like I mentioned last week, the twinges were there and yep, we've got some of that rainy, cloudy Pacific Northwest fall weather coming. We can often have spectacular Septembers and we have had up until this point. Who knows, it might change in a little bit. My time in the garden in the fall is what I call cleanup time. It's getting rid of the dead wood, getting rid of spent flowers, leaves, weeds. <laughs> I call it my putting it to bed. All the gorgeousness is finished. All of the plants have their cycles and we're just pruning, shaping. Uh, we might be digging up and transplanting could be digging up and dividing because the plant has got too big, but it's something every fall, this is the cycle. And then in the spring, we also have another time where we're putting things together and fertilizing and getting it ready for its spectacular growth and creating this beautiful space for us to live outside, basically from May until late September, early October. Why do I do it? Well, I do it because it is the best thing for the plants. They need it. They need the help. They need the support. They need the attention. And the pruning, the cutting away, the transplanting all is in an effort that their next season they'll be happy and they will thrive and they will grow and they will be spectacular. That's all part of being a leader and creating a spectacular people garden. You need to work not only on the people but in the environment, in your business, working on your business. So what are the things that you can be doing? Here we are in the fourth quarter. Your business is thriving. Everything's going. 
It could be going really fast. It could be growing slow. I look at the fourth quarter, the fall <laughs> and winter as a time to take stock and to really have a look and see what is going on in your business. Getting really critical <laughs> about all of the different components. The first one that you can look at is the people. Are people in the right spot? Are there gaps? Do they need training? Do they need retraining? Do they need to be in a completely different position? Would that be better for them? Because it's more conducive to what comes naturally to them, either their strength. How are you going to train them? What training is it that they need? This is the time when you can have a look. Often things get so, so busy that we don't take the time to just kind of be quiet and look. You know, when I'm working out in the yard, in the garden, it's days and days and days of looking. You know, you, you get pretty close to these plants and you're checking to see, is everything okay? Is there anything that's potentially going to harm this plant? How do I get rid of it? Where am I going to move it? Same with your people. Get in there and get specific and really understand what is needed for them to thrive and then work it, making sure that you do that. <laughs> Sometimes that's easier said than done, but definitely. Your focus and your interest on your people and making sure that they have everything that they need in order to do a great job and to be happy while they do it. The other thing in the cleanup, the fall cleanup, is your systems. When's the last time you looked at it? When is the last time you took it for a test drive yourself? Do you really understand what people are, in quotation marks, putting up with? How dysfunctional is the system? Or is it firing on all cylinders and everything's great? Do you regularly ask for input from your people as to, okay, so is the system working? Does it make sense? Is it working for this department and that department the same? Is one happier than the other? Are they both good? When you get in there yourself and give it a run through, how do you feel? I know <laughs> patience is not one of my virtues, let's say. It used to frustrate me like crazy because from my perspective, the computer and the system should be able to function faster than my brain and my fingers, right? It, it just should happen, but it didn't. And there were pauses and lags and then having to do six keystrokes when three would have been just fine. Get in there and have a look and see if your system is frustrating your people. This is the time of year you can do it. And again, I say 
You can do it half yearly, you can do it year, yearly, but just get it on your calendar that you're going to do this cleanup. And in the garden, I do it in the fall, but you do it. Make sure that you know that your systems are really working for the people that are having to use them. Something that I did regularly in corporate is I basically kept a list of, of running complaints. Anytime anybody said anything, I would go and check, is there something that we can do? What can we change? Can this work? And that way I felt like I was on top of it all the time. And sometimes there isn't anything you can do because there's limitations as far as softwares talking to each other's and needing to buy the like do the capital investment of a of a different machine in order for it to advance yada 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 you all know that as small business people so but make the effort and make sure your team knows that you're doing this get them to give you feedback the more often you can include them in this process, the more often they will give you information and the more information you have, the better any decision you make will be. So the next one is processes. Do your processes make sense or are you causing a lot of confusion? Are you causing uh, multiple people in multiple departments to have to do the same thing? Oh, that was one of the big frustrations. Like, why am I doing this here? They're doing that there. Like, pick one. Don't have us both doing it. I could use my time differently. If this person over here is doing that, then I could be doing something else. <laughs> Make sure that the process is benefiting everybody. And I have always believed that the best outcome is for everybody to be slightly unhappy <laughs> because that means that nobody got everything they wanted, right? When it comes to, well, if you do this part here and I do this part there, we want it to flow. We want it to be efficient, be logical, figure out what makes the most sense in a way that everybody feels heard. And when you become really strong, that muscle of communication, and you're able to help people objectively look at the challenge and then objectively come up with the solution, knowing that, hey, I'm not going to get everything that I want necessarily, but I know that this is a solid, solid conclusion and it will work well for everybody. When you include your team, you are getting brain power far and above your own. And when you include them, their collective IQ is going to come up with solutions that you probably wouldn't on your own. I always find this part of the business process invigorating, getting in there and looking at 
the gaps, looking at the systems and the processes and, and how we can tweak things and make it better and more efficient and uh, better outcome for everyone. And that's the people that work here inside your business, but it's a better outcome for your customers because they are going to benefit from the greater efficiency that you've created in your business. Get in there, get your hands dirty. <laughs> like I do in gardening. Yeah, they're a mess at this time of year. This is important. Get it on your calendar. Make sure that you do it. And if you want to separate out some of these different sections so that you're doing something each quarter in the year, do that. Just do it. Make sure that you are doing the cleanup because that's how your business is going to thrive. That's it for this week. We'll talk to you again next week. Thanks so much for listening to the People Gardener podcast. Hopefully you have a nugget or two that you'll be able to implement this week as part of your ever-evolving leadership style. If you haven't already downloaded the Be Interested app, it's my new app. It's available on Apple uh, App Store and also the Google Play Store. I do have free content on there. I have my 25 Ways to Be Interested workbook and challenge, which is a wonderful step-by-step, um, day-to-day way of incorporating those questions, the whys of being interested in your people. There's also uh, videos on there and a resource. So we've got TED Talks and books and podcasts and yeah, it's just lots of wonderful resources for you. So absolutely go and check it out and we'll talk to you next week.